Good boy, my ass. All right, here we go. My name's Jeff K, and you're listening to episode 304 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. back broadcasting once again from deep deep underneath a nondescript home in suburban pennsylvania thank you guys for tuning in and thanks for listening and streaming and i don't know is there any other options i guess downloading yeah anyway however how you go about it i appreciate it and you know what's great you know why i'm in such a good mood today it's because christmas is in the rear view i know i sound like some kind of scrooge some kind of like a bitter old sack. I understand that. And I accept it, you know. But I can't. I don't. At this point in my life, and I hope, I hope I can someday recapture the, the, the Christmas spirit. I hope I can do that. Right now, mister, in the last oh, long time, I, I just can't wait to get it over with and behind us. And that's where we're at. So it's the day after Christmas as I record this. Tony's already stripped down the Christmas tree. All the decorations are back in the totes. The only thing left is me to take them down to the basement. Everything's done. Within a couple of hours, there will be no evidence all other than a, a table full of cookies and candy and stuff. And I have no problem with that. That's part of the. That's one of the best things about it. <laughs> But uh, other than that, there's no sign that there was ever a Christmas in this house. <laughs> Get that shit in the rear view. That's my goal. And I'm like, oh. Yesterday, which was Christmas Day, it was uh, all four of us were here. And, uh, you know, we get up and open gifts. C- Tony cooks this big, giant breakfast, which was fantastic. And then I clean up. That's, that, you know, there's a social contract. I clean up the kitchen, all that uh, sausage slash uh, bacon splatter. It's not fun. It's not fun to clean up after such a uh, such a feeding. But anyway, and then there's just like this big expanse of time, just drags on. All four of us. It's cold. It's so cold. It's this Arctic blast. I don't know what they're calling it. They calling it a, a cyclone bomb or something, <laughs> or a bomb. What is it called? What are, what are these assholes calling this thing? A bomb cyclone? What the hell? Never heard of this phrase before in my life. But anyway, uh, the whole you know, like like most of the country, I guess, is getting just blasted, freezing, just freezing cold. They are scaring everybody to death. The other day, they were like, it's going to be freezing, you know, it's going to be raining, and it's going to flash freeze, and everything's going to be covered in ice, and the people are going to be crashing into trees, flipping upside down, houses will be on fire, people will be on fire, dogs on fire, and it's just going to be, it's going to be Armageddon, right? And everybody's like, oh my God, oh no, you know, and including me, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm down at work, 40 miles away from here, I'm like, ah... I don't like the sounds of this shit. 
I don't want to get stuck down here. I'm going to have to stay in a hotel. I don't even know if I can get to the hotel. Why don't I have to sleep in, a, in my car? You know, this is no good. This is bullshit. This is no good at all, you know. So nothing happened. Well, I mean, it was cold. It did rain, but they, not everything was encased in ice like they were saying it was going to be. They were acting like every surface is just going to be completely covered in ice. And it wasn't the case. I drove home. I don't know what time it was. It was supposed to be terrible after, like, I don't know what time. You know, it changed from time. But I drove home when it was supposed to be terrible. And it wasn't until the roads were clear. The boy got up at 8 o'clock, the older boy. He had no issues. It was clear. It wasn't nearly as bad as as they said. But it's cold, and it sucks, and it's uh, yesterday was just dragging and dragging. I was like, oh, my God. This is, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I mean, you can't go anywhere. There's nothing open. You're supposed to be family time. I mean, we, there was family time, but, huh, you know, you got to have some diversions. <laughs> so then last night, I don't know, we, I don't know, I don't even remember. We cooked, you know, Tony cooked dinner, and. It was all right. It was fine. I mean, it's no problem. It's just it's just long. It felt like one day lasted for like three days. And now it's behind us, and it's sunny. We got all the blinds open. We had them closed because it's so freaking cold. It's dreary. That, that just crushes your spirit, too. When the blinds are closed, I hate that. I don't like that. I'd rather be cold. Than to have all the all the blinds shut all the time. Are you with me on this? I don't like that. I, I like I like all the windows, the blinds up or the, the the curtains open or whatever whatever you have. I like the sunshine coming in. I don't like that closed up, dreary. Everything's in shadow. There's lamps on in the middle of the day. I don't like that at all. It makes me depressed. But anyway, we got them all open now. Everything's sunny and bright. The, the Christmas is in the rearview mirror. Everybody seemed happy enough, and that's fine. And I, I don't feel as much guilt as I usually do, uh, although there's still some, you know. I think there's a lot of guilt involved with Christmas, at least when you're neurotic like I am. But anyway, that's all over. That's behind us. I'll tell you what. You know what we did on Christmas Eve? This is a, Now, this, this is a real... I mean, this is a real holiday. I mean, this, we were we were living the the holiday spirit that night, Tony and I. I don't know where the boys were. They were downstairs doing something, watching something, playing video games or some shit. I don't know. But it was just me and Tony in the living room, and uh, we were we were having a few uh, adult beverages, some uh, craft beers. I don't know which ones. We had a whole bunch. We had a whole refrigerator full of these things. We're prepping for the for this uh, snow site or uh, bombs, bomb typhoon or whatever the shit it was, and uh, so we had uh, I don't know what it was but anyway we we're drinking beer and uh, watching TV and you know what we watched Christmas Eve, <laughs> we watched a documentary on uh, Netflix about some horrific uh, volcano eruption a couple years ago in New Zealand. This is this is how we get into the holiday spirit. It's this uh, active volcano out on an island off of New Zealand. They were running, they were running tourist boats out there 
to this to the you could walk around this island and there's this open crater with uh it always had like blue water in it and it was an active volcano and always it's like steam was coming out of it all the time and they would run these uh these charter you know you could just you could buy a ticket and take the boat out there and walk around right i guess for years and years so uh so there was this it was in 2019 i believe this is a documentary on Netflix. It's brand new. There was a, it was a, you know, one day, instead of the water being blue, it was white. And they were like, why is the water not not the, the, the brilliant blue that it usually is? So, well, there's a little bit more uh, volcanic, volcanic activity than normal. But, uh, you know, it's not any danger or anything. It's just, uh, you know, there's, it's constantly in, in, in flux. Everything's, you know, it, it you know everything's changing all the time. You know, you never. But uh, so, so there's all this cell phone footage of all these tourists out there on this on this island, and you can guess what happened. The thing frickin' the the thing the thing erupted. Wow, there's a there's a bunch of tourists on the thing on on the island, and um, people are like, "Ooh, look at that!" There's like all this footage of these people. Look at that! Oh my God, they're filming it, right? The things like uh, these big black clouds come out of the shooting out of the thing, and you know what happened next? That's right, a scalding hot two hundred degrees mist, like a like a fog. It was like a two hundred degrees mist just engulfed everybody, and uh, just baked everybody alive. <laughs> it was just like they were like roasting in the oven, and they were. Uh, I mean, it was just like people's, you know. People were out there like, "Ooh, look at that! Oh man, that's that, wait till I put this on Instagram." And she go, "Oh shit, my skin's off," you know. <laughs> so everybody's like, like, like horrifically scarred. If they're not dead, they're horrific, horrifically scarred. There's gonna be a lot of grafting. There's gonna be a lot of you're gonna take like ass skin and put it on your forearm, you know, that kind of stuff. And there's going to be a lot of uh, skin, a lot of, a lot of skin uh, reshuffling and, uh, you know, dozens and dozens of uh, surgeries and stuff. God, like what in the hell? Why in the world? Why in the world? And it blows my mind because this didn't look like some kind of low rent shit. I mean, they had these fancy boats that they would take these people out. They had this big welcome center. This is not some little fly-by-night thing. This looked like a, a full-blown tourist attraction, you know? And um, why in the world would they let people go out on that? Why would they continue hauling people out there if they knew there was a, that there was something going on? Something was askew. I mean, isn't that kind of dangerous? I think it is. 22 people ended up being dead from that thing. A lot of them died like days later in horrific pain and they interviewed all these people and they're like skins all you can tell they've had like all kinds of oh god i was like good lord what in the it blows my mind i mean as careful and as uh terrified of lawsuits as everybody is nowadays rightfully so you know they would just keep hauling these people out to this island 
where there's a where the water's no longer blue, something's going on. I mean, this is a sign that something's going on, <laughs> and something did go on. You get engulfed in a two hundred degree mist, and so then your day's ruined. You know, yeah, twenty two dead. Everybody on that island except for one guy. There was this kid that saw this shit coming. And for some reason, he just knew in the back of his mind, he better get away from this. All the other ones are going, look at this. <laughs> wait till I put this on the on the book, on I mean, the Facebook. I can't wait. This is good, man. This is going to get a bunch of likes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but this one kid, he looked like he was a teenager. I don't know how old, like maybe like 15, 16. He was like, I got to get away from this mist, you know, or this, this, this rolling ball of uh, death. And he just he went sprinting down to the to the to the shore, and just did a you know a cannonball into the ocean, and he stayed underwater you know he he stay underwater as long as he could, and, and then he'd come up and get some more air and go back underwater for a while, and just did that over and over and over again, and then he didn't get hurt at all. He's the only one I think. I think he's the only one on the island that didn't get either didn't get either dead didn't get dead. <laughs> Or horrifically, like, burned, you know. So this is our, this is Christmas Eve. This is how we celebrate. This is what we watch. I was like, I was telling Tony, I said, you know, that probably, I said, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be grotesque, but that probably smelled like a Texas Roadhouse out there. <laughs> it probably smelled like a Texas Roadhouse out there, like somebody's cook grilling up some steaks or something. Is that disgusting? I think it is, but uh, it's the thoughts that are going through my mind. That's what we watched. That's what we watched on Christmas Eve. It's a holiday tradition. You know, horrific death and scarring. This is what we do. But anyway, so that happened. Uh, let's see. Uh, I also, okay, for Christmas, we generally, you know, we don't, we basically buy for the kids, and that's it. You know, we don't buy each other gifts, and hardly. I mean, every once in a while, we break the rule. But um, I did, I got Tony something small, and she got me a, um, it's not small, but it's uh, it's a Fitbit, because she's been on me. We have our 30th anniversary coming up this next year, next, uh, in 2023. And we want to go somewhere. We want to do some kind of a extra special trip. And she says, you know, we, meaning you, fat boy, need to get your shit in order, you know? She, so she she wants me to, you know, take steps to, you know, slim down a little bit so that we can, uh, you know, she, she says we need to be able to walk around and you know, be comfortable and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't have any trouble walking around. What the hell? She goes, no, 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 no. So anyway, but she, so she bought me this Fitbit. Which I've kind of been sort of interested in. She has one and she likes it, and she has all this data. You know, she's always telling me, and I'm like, I, I wouldn't mind having one of those things, but I don't want to pay any money for it. You know, I don't. <laughs> if I could get one for twenty dollars, maybe. You know, but um, things are like hundred fifty bucks, two hundred, two hundred. Who knows? They're all different prices. So um, she got me one, and uh, so. I set that thing up yesterday, and I put this joke on um, on Twitter. I think I put it on Facebook, too. It said something like, uh, I just finished setting up my new uh, uh, Fitbit, and after I entered my weight, height, etc., a pop-up message appeared that said, uh, 
you got a long way to go, Tubby, or something like that. Porky, I think that's what I said. you got a long way to go, Porky. I put that on Twitter. And I got a response from Fitbit <laughs> saying we we apologize that this you know that you're unsatisfied that you're unhappy. It's like a joke. It's like making a joke. Obviously, the thing does not have any capability of calling you Porky. I don't think, right? How could they think that that's real? They're like we we apologize that this uh, this occurred. You know, <laughs> like whatever. But anyway, I set the thing up and uh, strapped that thing on. I had to put on an extra size. Uh, even though I have real skinny uh, wrists. See, the thing about me is I, I, I'm a skinny, skinny little shit trapped inside of a fat man's body. <laughs> you know, I don't know how this happened, but um, like I have the the bones of a skinny man, but I but I've. Uh, piled on the on the heft, you know. So anyway, my 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 wrists have always been really skinny, and my ankles and shit. Because I'm like I'm, I'm not, you know. So I never wore I never wore a a, a watch in my life because my my wrists are too skinny, and I don't know, look stupid, or I think it does. So anyway, I, I had to put, but I so it came with a small wristband, you know, or whatever you call it, a watch band, and but it was too small. It was like so then I was like, what the hell? This thing is like too small for even me. She goes, there's probably another one in there. There's a small and a large. So I put the large one on there, and it's, and it's like way too big. I don't know. But, you know, anyway. So I set that thing up and, uh, you know, wore it all day yesterday. And then I wore it to bed. This thing says, Do, this thing says don't take it off when you go to bed because it'll analyze your sleep. I'm like, yeah, Tony's always telling me about this. She goes, I only slept uh, four hours and 45 minutes last night and stuff stuff like that. And only, uh, you know, 20% of it was deep sleep. And she gives me all these statistics. I mean, I'm kind of interested to see how mine is because I don't feel rested ever. It doesn't matter what I, you know. So so I, I wore it to bed last night. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Seven, it says I slept seven hours, 54 minutes. But it was only fair. The quality of sleep was only fair. Nine percent deep sleep. Nine. I'm just working off memory here because I don't have it in front of me. And then REM, you know, REM sleep was like like 15 or something or 19. I think it was 19 REM, nine deep. So that's only 28 percent of my total sleep. Then the rest of it was either awake. Awake was 15 percent. And then the rest of it was light, you know. Like, what the hell's that? That's no good. Then it was a set, an overall score of seventy-seven out of a hundred. Uh, fair. That was a, the fair category. That's no good. And I was awake. Like it gives you this line graph. I was. I'm awake like every. I don't know. Every two hours. So it's never really. You know. I'm like, well, I might need to go see some kind of, need to put on some kind of full face mask, set up some kind of like a condenser or some kind of, like, yeah, some, you know, set up some kind of apparatus in there. You have to pull like a rip cord on it, like a, starting a lawnmower, you know, and then put, put a full face mask on and go to bed. I need to do one of those sleep studies, you know, and, um, she goes, I told you, you don't sleep good, you snore, it's a mess. You're like flopping and flipping. It's a disaster. You're a terrible sleeper. 
And I said, thanks a lot. She goes, eh, this is not new. I've been telling you this for decades. <laughs> I said, okay. I mean, I don't know. I mean, God. So I'm going to wear that thing. You know, I'm going to wear it every night. And I'm going to see what it says. And I'm going to see what, you know, if I, if I get more exercise, do I sleep better? If I do this, will I sleep better? Whatever. And if it's just terrible all the time. Then maybe I'll call my doctor and get one of those sleep studies, and maybe I'll get one of a full face mask with a with a kerosene uh, a kerosene uh, fueled uh, you know whatever machine sitting beside my bed. Is that the way it works? I might have a, a skewed view of it, but anyway. So that thing's kind of cool, um, you know. I don't know. I need to. I need I need to get it together. I really it's, things gonna the things providing me information that makes me um, in one day I'm already concerned. You know, like I can't this can't be sustained. <laughs> I look at the numbers on this thing. I'm like I can't this cannot be sustained. You know, but anyway. So you know at least at least it puts that in your mind. Also, um, another gift that I bought myself. Well, I didn't actually buy it, but the company I guess bought it for me. I've been at my job for 15 years. Just in late November, I passed the 15-year mark, and they sent me some kind of, like, congratulations, you know, that kind of stuff. But they also, they have this program there where they have these points, and uh, the points can be cashed in for uh, gift cards and other, basically gift cards, in my opinion. But there's also other stuff you can buy on there. It's all kinds of shit. It's like this huge catalog of stuff. You could buy anything you want. You could get any, pretty much anything you want it's on there. If you have if you have enough points, they sent me seventy five hundred points, which is uh, worth seventy five dollars. So I, I I turned that into Amazon, uh, an Amazon gift card, and there's this box set, this DVD box set that I've been wanting for years. I mean, this thing's been on my wish list for. Uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years or something, maybe, I don't know, maybe less, I don't know. It's been on there for a long time. It's kind of expensive. It's a Criterion uh, box set, which are not cheap, and it's the complete works of a, a French director named Jacques Tati, and um, it's called The Complete Tati or something like that, and it's uh, the thing is like, it has 12 DVDs. And um, has every every movie. He only made six movies, and the last one was uh, wasn't really a movie. It was just a him on stage performing, like some kind of like I don't know. He used to do some kind of performance. I think he started out as a mime. He's French, but it's like comedy, like basically some kind of stand up comedy shit. <sighs> but it's, that's not really a movie. But the first five are scripted and acted like real traditional movies. They're all hilarious. They're comedies, but they're really smart and they're like almost they're almost silent, you know. They're almost they remind me of like Buster Keaton, you know. But they're made uh, I think the first one came out in like 49 or 50, 1949. And then um I think he I think that that last one was made in the early 70s, I think. I don't remember. But He's he's long he's he's gone now but um, anyway so there's six movies and then a bunch of shorts there's a bunch of documentaries about him there's pretty much anything that you want about Jacques Tati is on is on this is in this Criterion box set it's like the uh, if you're into this guy 
this is it. This is the bunker buster, right? And I wanted it, but the thing's expensive, and I don't know. I don't want to spend that much money on a DVD and a box set, you know. So I put $75 towards it, and then I paid the difference, and I got it the other day. thing is fantastic. It's got a book in there. It's got 12 discs, all this extra added material. It's got, like, different versions, like the like his second movie, which is Hulo's Holiday. Um, it has the one the one that you can see. It's on. It's actually on HBO Max. Like that version is the one that that's the only one I've ever seen. But then there's a also included is the original. I think it's 1953. I think the original 1953 theatrical version. I think he went back in the 70s. And added stuff to it. He like re-edited it or something. And that's the one that's always available. That's the one, the only one I've ever seen. That nineteen, I think it's from seventy-eight or something. Nineteen seventy-eight. And um, but the original one is on there too. It's got everything. It's got everything that you can think of, and it's awesome. And Criterion, they always do the best. I don't have the Criterion channel. That's expensive too. Everything they do is highbrow, very highbrow. But uh, anyway, bought that. Fifteen years of service. I got I got my uh, the Tati box. Also, speaking of subscriptions and shit, I called my good friends at SiriusXM, and I said, you know, it's that time of year. Uh, they charge me twenty six dollars or something for one month. <sighs> and I'm not gonna. There's no way. SiriusXM. I called them. I said, hey, I'm gonna cancel. I need to cancel. They're like, really? Why? Is this because you're changing cars or something? And I said, no. It's because uh charged me $26 for one month. I mean, I like it. I don't like it that much. I'm like, oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm put you on hold. Okay, how about $6.99 a month? This drops from $26 to $6.99. I probably could have haggled a little bit more and got a better price. I feel like I've been getting it for like five nine. I feel like I might have overpaid by a dollar a month, but I didn't. Really, I wasn't interested in getting into some kind of like pissing contest with this guy, you know. So I just I said, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Six nine nine, that's cool. He goes, that's for a year, and we'll we'll. This is what they did last time too. We'll put your uh, twenty six dollars on account, and it'll just pay for. So I'm not. I, ne- I never actually paid. You know what I mean? They're putting it on account, and they'll they'll use that until it's gone for my six ninety nine. So I'm not. I didn't. I never actually paid twenty six dollars for a month. You know what I mean? They're gonna put it on account. And start it. Okay. So anyway, I um, I did that again. Every year you have to go through this song and dance with these people. I wonder how many people are actually paying twenty three or twenty six dollars a month, and there's like they don't even know. I bet it's thousands, millions, probably. That's pro- that's their business model. That's built into the. It's built into their because they they know that uh, most people, or not most, but a a percentage, a good percentage of people, will not notice it or or not have the freaking energy to get on the phone and argue with them about it. And it doesn't take too much arguing. I mean, all you have to do is call them and say, I want to cancel. They're like, no, 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 no. There will be no canceling. How's uh, $6.99 a month? You're like, not, basically, it's not $20 off the price, just 
like at the top of the conversation. I guarantee you if I said, if I said nah, it's still too well, How about, uh, let me put you on holding a second. How about a dollar a month? <laughs> Probably could have got them down. I think they just want subscribers. I think they want, because they have advertisers on there on some of the some of the stations, not all. Most of them are ad-free, but not all of them. And they're like, uh, they just want, we have, uh, you know, 22 million subscribers or whatever the number is. I have no idea. You know, that, that's the value. That's where the value is in subscribers. It's not so much the monthly. I, they make more money off you being a subscriber, I think, than, you're, than you're, what you're paying them every month. That's my suspicion. But anyway, six ninety nine, I can live with it. Next time I might try to get them down a little bit more because I, I wasn't in any mood to argue with this guy, you know. I said, yeah, it's good. Whatever, let's do it. You know, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's get this thing. Got to get this shit in the rearview mirror, too. Just like Christmas. So, anyway, I put it on my calendar. I am a, a, a new convert to uh, Google Calendar I'm using that shit. I put that on there, and I, I put it on, on December 1st. You know, haggle with Sirius XM, you know, for in 2023. So I won't forget this time. And uh, I'll just go in there and, um, you know, maybe get it down to $5. I think I can get them down to $5. Which is a hell of a deal, you know? $60 a year for that? I listen to that every day. There's not a day of my life that I don't listen to Sirius XM. I use the app more than I use the car version. The app is kicking. I stream that here in the bunker all the time, like all the time. There's this thing called, uh, 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 what's it called, Indy 1.0. I listen to that shit all the time. It's, thing's fantastic. That's right up my alley. And then there's Marky Ramone's uh, Punk Rock Blitzkrieg. Those are the two I listen to. And in the car, I listen to the Beatles channel all the time. I don't know why, but the Beatles sound good in the car. And there's other stuff on there I listen to all the time. There's like classic rock channels on there, like classic rewind stuff. I listen to all that stuff, and it's fantastic. Sixty dollars a year, I think that's a that's a steal. And even uh, what do I pay? Seven seven dollars, seven eighty four dollars, eighty four dollars a year. That's a steal. That's what I'm paying. I feel like I'm overpaying. I should have haggled a little bit more. God, I shouldn't even talk about this stuff out loud. Eh, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, I think that's enough. I got more stuff in here, but um, I think I think we're. Uh, what is this? Oh, yeah. Next time I'll talk talk about something. I got something else to talk about. But I think we're at the end of this thing. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. I hope you enjoy it more than I do. I don't know. I hate to be some bitter old bitch. You know, I don't like that. You know, I don't. I hate to be negative. I, I'm a surround. I'm. Well, I'm not surrounded, but I encounter on a semi regular basis negative people it's draining i mean it is it, it'll suck the whole spirit out of your life you know and i hate i don't want to be one of those people i i mean i know i bitch about stuff but it's it's usually uh you know in a joking way you know i it's i'm never like just serious about it just a dark presence where i'm just bitching about everything i i do it with the tongue in cheek you know, and I, hopefully it's a little bit better, a little easier to deal with. I don't like constant negativity, and I don't want to be one of those people. But I'm happy to get that shit in the rearview mirror. That, uh, New Year's Eve, that's fine. I don't have any problem with that. That doesn't cause me any guilt. I don't do anything. 
You know, I don't I don't do anything except watch TV. I don't do I I never have. I talked about that in the last episode. I have never not once done anything on New Year's Eve. Never have I worn a novelty hat and uh with a chin strap or uh, any of that stuff. Never in my life. So that's no problem. And then uh you know, get through this terrible bone chilling crushing winter, this cyclone bomb or whatever it is, or uh, whatever it is. Is it a cyclone or a typhoon? I can't remember. A bomb cyclone? I never heard of this before in my life. I think this is something that the that the Weather Channel comes up with. It's like Storm Elliot. Winter Storm Elliot is crushing. You know, when we start naming storms, I mean, I know they do that for hurricanes, but now we're doing it with Storms Elliot. I guess that's what we're living through right now, Elliot. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, we're at the end of this thing. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want two of these episodes a, um, a week, like the one where I was talking about New Year's Eve at length, which was the previous episode, it's easy to do. Just head on over to Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra episode every week. Not every month, not every once in a while. That's for suckers. Every week. So do it today if you want to double down on these episodes. It's easy to do. I'll get it all set up for you. There's a whole infrastructure set up over there. Patreon.com slash Jeff K. Also, call that call our number. You know, now that we're past, now that we're starting a new year, let's, let's get some calls coming in. I know everybody's busy with setting up their trees and uh, drinking their eggnogs and all that stuff. Whatever you guys do out there, I don't know what the hell. Um, you know, we're, but we're well, that's behind us now. So let's start calling the hotline. You know, let's get this. Let's get the ball rolling on this hotline again. The number five seven zero two nine zero eight one five one. Again, five seven zero two nine zero eight one five one. Give me a call round the clock. That's 24 hours a day. If you don't know what round the clock means, it means 24 hours a day. It's just voicemail. Some people seem to be afraid of this thing, like it's going to be like they're like it's going to take over their soul or something. It's voicemail. You don't have to open an account or put in any kind of information. Just call the thing and leave a message. That's all there's to it. There's nothing. It's like nothing. It's Google Voice. God. I never, I never even imagined that people were afraid of it. I mean, I'd be, if I can understand people being afraid to go on a podcast. That I can, I can definitely understand. You don't need to be, but I understand it. But afraid that you're gonna, your identity is gonna be stolen or something. Anyway, that's not gonna happen. It's, it's voice. It's like leaving a voicemail somewhere. So give me a call. Round the clock. Surfreportpod.com is the website where we have a, a, a expanded show notes, pictures, and stuff. And you can check that out, too. Surfreport, it's, it's, it's an essential, an essential part of the whole podcast experience. So check that out. Surfreportpod.com. And there's other stuff, but you know what it is. It's all in the show notes. So um, until next time, which will be over on the... Uh, on the Patreon side, I think it's going to be a special episode. It's going to be uh, additional stuff from that episode I did with uh, Zip and Eugene. Some additional material. I told you we recorded like a ton of stuff. 
it, it, it's a it, it you know it's going to be that some of that stuff so you know if you if you're a patreon if you're a patron you'll get to hear it soon so until then like i said which will be over on the patreon side you guys have yourselves a fine fine day i'll see you bye Skinny little shit trapped inside of a fat man's body. (laughs) 